from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Thanks for being with us at 7 o'clock in the 7 o'clock hour here, Wisconsin's Morning News. Eric Bilstead back from a long break, and I'm yes, back sir. in Washington, D.C. to talk a little bit more about that whirlwind trip coming up in the next segment. Speaking of Washington, lots to talk about there. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. That's right. You don't. I didn't see any fights. <laughs> congressman Tyler Durden. Actually, no, he's not a congressman. Okay, so even with that crucial vote to avert a government shutdown in Washington yesterday, that was a big deal. A lot going on there. A lot going on with the House Speaker, the new Speaker, whatnot. But no, what's everybody talking about? The fight that almost happened. Congressman Tim Burchett says former Speaker Kevin McCarthy elbowed him in the kidneys during an interview with NPR. The audio caught on tape. Oh, what kind of chicken move is that? You're you're pathetic. You know, it was deliberate. It was just a it's just a cheap shot by a bully. <laughs> Physically hit him, elbowed him in the kidneys. Yes. So what happened next? Well, okay, well, McCarthy, who by the way, has a history of this apparently, was asked about it. A reporter was interviewing Virtue or something. I guess our shoulders hit because Virtue runs up to me after I didn't know what he was talking about. So the reporter's asking me. I did not run and hit the guy. I did not kidney punch him. I did not shoot anything like that. He didn't shot him. No. <laughs> he claims it never happened. Well, now Congressman Gates from Florida, who doesn't Oh, good. Like Let's McCarthy. get him involved. He wants an ethics investigation into this, so they asked McCarthy about that. No, I, I think ethics is a good place for Gates to be. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Right, I'll see you in the ethics committee. So, do you remember former Congressman King Kinzinger? He was one of the ones that was anti-Trump yeah. early on, and obviously that ended his career because of that. In his book, he says, I went from being one of the boys McCarthy treated with big smiles and pats on the back to an outcast as soon as I started speaking the truth about the president. That was Trump at the time. He responded by trying to intimidate me physically once I was standing in the aisle that runs from the floors to the back of the chamber. As McCarthy passed with his security man and some of his boys, he veered toward me, hit me with his shoulder, then kept going. If we had been in high school, I would have dropped my books and papers would have been scattered around everywhere. He would have been embarrassed by it. Yes. See you at the bike racks after school. Okay, but that's not all yesterday. There's more. Quick more. Wait, there's more Fight Club to address. So this happened in a congressional hearing. Separate incident. Yes. Oklahoma Senator Mark Mullen challenging Sean O'Brien, who's a Teamsters president. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, stop it. Is that your right. solution? Every no, 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 sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Active. Oh, okay. okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? <laughs> hold it. Hold it. <laughs> he just, so he's staring it up. I love Bernie there in the background. You know, you're a United States senator. <laughs> no, senator. Hold it. Sit down. So there was almost a fight there. I wish they would have let those two walk up there because I'm just so curious what clowns they would have looked like actually trying to fight each other. Which one slaps first? No, we're not going to stop this. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead, ahead, you boobs. Go ahead and do it (laughs) and see what happens. You two, go ahead. Go ahead and fight here. Perhaps. (laughs) 
Perhaps what we've learned about all of this is that fighting doesn't work, but Fight Club does make some sense. Perhaps Tyler Durden should be a congressman himself. Often raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars, but we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. We're very, very pissed off. Great to be back with you this morning. 200,000 people, the low end of the estimate, some 290,000 on the high end. What organizers are calling the largest rally of Jewish people in modern history. And if you were listening yesterday, you know I was there. First of all, can't estimate the number of people I've been asked. Was that really that many people? I don't know. The National Mall was nearly filled from the Capitol all the way to the Washington Monument. And when you're in that, Eric, like impossible. A sea of people. Yeah. And that's a, the apt description. I don't know any other way to say it. Just people everywhere stacked up. So I traveled to cover the Milwaukee delegation, about 200 Jews from southeast Wisconsin on board a charter flight that left Milwaukee Mitchell at 6.30 a.m. Tuesday and returned at 9.45 p.m. last night. Wow. So a whirlwind day. And I definitely I want to shout out John Mercure and Adam Roberts in the newsroom and others in the team who stepped up to make that happen. As Eric, you were just on your way back from right. uh, your extended break, which was great. Um, so like when this opportunity came up, it was like, what are you going to do? Eric's not here. Like Somebody has to host the show. And how about Johnny Merck? So appreciate John. John recognized it was a good opportunity for the station and for us to tell that story. So thanks to everybody. What's most relevant to people? 239 hostages, Americans among them, are still being held, presuming they are alive by Hamas. The overriding message and speeches on the mall and on the lips of everyone I spoke with, from conversations on the plane to the bus rides I had to, to sitting on the floor of the Capitol Jewish Museum in, in Washington after the rally. Get them home. Primary focus. Get these hostages home safely. It was a major focus of the event and certainly in the consciousness of everyone, the release of those hostages. The elephant in the room is not just one elephant. I mean, it is a herd of elephants. And it's one thing that so many people asked me about before I went on the trip. And so I asked the question, the global criticism erupting over Israel's continued response to the October 7th attack. Even those who are sympathetic to the Israeli cause, who aren't supporters of terrorism or anti-Semites, are at least disturbed by the rising death toll in Gaza. So here's a bit of the exchange I had. This is the flight out to Washington with Miriam Rosenzweig. She is president and CEO of the Milwaukee Jewish Federation. The question keeps coming up, but what about Gaza? What about civilians in Gaza who are also suffering? How do you, how is the community reconciling with the horror that we're seeing there? Well, first of all, what you will not see at this rally is anyone celebrating the loss of civilian life in Gaza. So let me stop her there. That's true. To a person, Eric, everyone who spoke at the rally, from lawmakers on both sides of the aisle to prominent American Jews, spoke of the desire for peace with the Palestinian people, right. that the people of Gaza, the civilians who aren't part of Hamas, have a, have a right to live safely and peacefully, and that they desire that. They spoke of Hamas actually holding them hostage as well. War is terrible, but this is a war that Israel didn't want. And I think we have to believe Hamas with their words, where they came out and they said, uh, the tunnels are only for the fighters. They're not for, they're not for the civilians. It's not our responsibility. It's only the UN's responsibility. And so they're not worried about the people of Gaza. And it's pretty shocking that everyone is only asking the Israelis, what about the civilian? Where is the outrage about Hamas? 
So again, that's uh, Miriam Rosenzweig. She is president and CEO of the Milwaukee Jewish Federation. A lot more on my conversation with her coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Eric. But I will tell you also, while many Jews I spoke with expressed some trepidation about you know, why, why am I being asked to answer this question, they also recognized that it was important for them to answer that question. Sure. And so we'll explore more on that uh, coming up in the Great. 8 o'clock hour. Also, movement on a possible deal to secure the release of some or all of those hostages. That coming up at about 8.10, right after the top of the hour news this morning. Idea Man. The thing that computers will never overtake is the, well, at least I hope not, uh, the human emotion part. <laughs> Have you listened to this show? Innovative. The only thing is you can take a bat to a computer and you can't really do that. To, so. And Packers Hall of Famer. All of a sudden you're not happy about getting pulled in a game. You could maybe, well, I didn't hear him. AI couldn't verify it. Smash. I'm going up to place. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. So, Tauscher, we want to talk to you about the big fight, but not the one in the NBA yesterday. Oh, Draymond. Yeah, there was that. But I thought the more interesting fight, actually there are a couple of them, (laughs) playing out in Washington among our esteemed lawmakers. There's one that was more interesting than others. You've got a full-on fracas going. Yeah, a good (laughs) full-on fracas. All right, so here's what happened, Tausch. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen of Oklahoma challenged the president of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, Sean O'Brien, to a fight during a committee hearing. And it's caught on video, of course. So this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Is that your solution? No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Active. Oh, okay. okay. Sit down, please. Oh, All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Jim. it. Hold it. So my initial take on this, Tausch, and not because I wanted the violence. <laughs> yes. However, I kind of wanted Bernie Sanders to let him go at it. Okay, boys, go ahead. Let, have at it. Look, let, <laughs> let these two boobs peacock around and actually look like clowns trying to punch each other just to show how clownish they are. That's what I wanted to happen. Committee stands in recess <laughs> yes. for the fight. Yeah, so here's what we should do. First off, I, I don't know many people that are interested in getting in a fight with a bunch of Teamsters. That's the first thing that <laughs> jumps Correct. out at me. Because no matter that how that first fight ends, that ain't the last yeah, fight. I don't, yeah, even if you win that fight, you're probably going to lose the big fight. But that's a whole other conversation. So here's what I always think in these cases. You get emotions running hot. and What I don't want is phoniness. Like acting like they like, right. you know, there's obviously a lot of consternation. So here's what we do. You find out, all right, these two obviously want to fight. They're both looking to throw fists. So come up with a pay-per-view, C-SPAN pay-per-view. And you get this and you're able to raise a ton of money for veterans. Uh, you could do it for whatever cause. You could actually go whatever the Teamsters Union wants to do and whatever this guy, this senator wants to do from a charitable standpoint. And people could jump in there. They would raise a ton of money and it would get people more interested in politics. So I think this whole thing, this idea of these guys just jumping in the middle of a Senate hearing and throwing fists. Now that's dumb. But if they really want to do it, and as he said in there, two consenting adults, C-SPAN PPT, or pay-per-view, PPV, and you raise a bunch of money for charity, so you get to vent, 
you get to maybe even solve a couple of problems with your fists, and you end up raising a ton of money for charity. I think that's the road that they should go down if this ever gets to this point again. Yeah, that's a great point. You can get away with any crap you want to do if you say it's for charity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, we're raising money for charity. It's fine. No, but uh, but legitimate. <laughs> there's obviously a lot of friction amongst different parties, different uh, you know associations within the politics of it. And instead of just sitting there and phony baloney in it and then you know, doing all this, at least these two have called each other out. And now, like, Bernie Sanders ain't going to fight anybody, right? I mean, he's pretty old. So in this case, let's just line this thing up, and maybe that'll help move the conversation forward. Maybe. You, you made an not. interesting point, though. I am curious. You said, oh, this phony baloney and have you seen that <laughs> in your days, whether it was at practice or in the field, someone phony baloney and oh, acting like they wanted to so, fight, but so just hoping someone would hold them back? So, there are so many times that you're kind of, you see it, and as a young player, you'll fight. You got all kinds of energy. As you got older, it's like, I, uh, no, I'm not doing, what, what am I doing here? That's, but yes, there's guys that will talk a big game, and then you'll see them kind of, you know, that bob, where they're bobbing, but they're also like, moving back three steps for every like quarter of a bob and then people are pulling at him and they're acting like they don't want to be restrained but they get restrained and then after everything is calmed down then they'll throw another verbal jab at it those are the ones you know who the real ones are you know who's about that life and usually the ones that are bobbing and moving any anyone that's retreating backwards is part of the I'm going to talk big. I want to look tough, but I'm going to get my brakes beat in here if I do anything. And Where I can already kind of just picture, yeah, somebody come. Oh, and the other thing, especially with football, what I've never gotten was, why would you ever take your helmet off? <laughs> why, right. why would anyone that's throwing fists, why would you, you have a helmet on? Why? First off, why would you punch anyone with a helmet? And second off, why, if you're in the fight, would you ever take the helmet off? Uh, it, that part never made any sense to me. But, again, if you're about that life, guys will take that helmet off. And when they take the helmet off and they're still charging at you, that's when you know uh, this might be some cat you don't want to get into it with. Yeah, a lot of I'm looking for the exchange of, you, hey, I don't hit no man first. Go ahead, you first. No, you first. Yeah. <laughs> you want to fight? Let's fight. Uh, make, sure, make sure you pick the right person if you're going to do that because a lot of times <laughs> – all they need is one punch, and that's uh, that'll be deuce. What, what are these guys? Uh, you guys, the C-SPAN. Don't ah. you think C-SPAN pay-per-view would get much For bigger sure. numbers than right. what actually happens? Already suggested on the old National Bank talk and text line that this would be some sort of undercard for the Zuckerberg-Musk fight. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! Idea. Get these two cats out there first. To- warm them up. Totally on board with that idea. Completely. <laughs> Thanks, Tausch. You know, you're a United States Senator.